Hi, I'm Becky. And I'm Haley. And this is How to Not Get Killed. Yo, yo, yiggity, yo. <laughs> what's up? What's up? What's cracking? What's, what's crack a lacking? Not much. Like my toes right now. Yeah. Oh, they did crack. I yeah. <laughs> yeah. They definitely cracked. That's that's okay. That's normal. That's normal. You can't see us right now, but Becky and I both have our toes and our nails did. We're fancy now. Because we're going to a wedding this weekend. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, I know you can't see us, but we look fly. Yep. I look I look great. <laughs> I look my hair is all messy right and crazy right now. <laughs> I'm in like a flannel shirt. Yeah. Drinking a big mug of tea. You'll be able to hear my nails because they're going to be like clickety clacking against my laptop because I don't normally have nails. I usually have like stumpy ones, but now they're like clink, 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 clink all over. I think I'm one of those weird people that like loves that sound. I don't know. I, I hate I, it. I love it. I, I, I hate it. Jade always has her nails you. done. Well, I don't know so much lately, but like prior to COVID, she'd always have her nails done and then she would do the thing where she'd like have her phone and literally be like... I hope you guys can hear that because it's me clicking my nails against my phone aggressively and I would look over at her and be like, can you fucking chill, please? Because that's very <laughs> violent and you're going to break your screen. <laughs> so. No, I love it. Tap away. No. Clack, clackety clack away. Okay, fine. Fine. I will. <laughs> so this week, let's talk about maybe why I might sound better today, hopefully. Uh, we got a new mic. Thank you, patrons. Thank you. Thank you. Slowly but surely, we're able to step our shit up and... Yeah, Haley's mic has always sounded great. Well, you know. I mean, you can't really take credit for that. I can. (laughs) You just have a beautiful voice. I can and I will. (laughs) Um, Yeah, like last two episodes sounded a little crackly. It also probably didn't help that I was sick. (laughs) Yeah, let's just chalk it up to that. Yeah, yeah. Illness. Yeah. So um, I will say, though, that there will be one more episode where I'm going to sound like poo-poo, probably, because we had pre-recorded one, and that one's coming out after this one, and I sound like poo-poo, and it's with the old mic. Sorry. So, sorry. Sorry. And I'm pretty sure it's like a two-hour one, so. We have enough patrons to afford a new mic. We don't have enough patrons to go back afford in time. a time machine. Yeah, so I mean, if you want to become a patron and buy us a time machine... Sign up. <laughs> or if you're sciencey and yeah. crafty, you could make us one. You know yeah. what? We're not picky. No. Well, you're not. <laughs> I'm picky. I'm a very picky person. I, th- I feel like anyone who knows me would be like, yeah, she's picky. Well, uh, yeah, fair enough. That's why yeah. I said I am not picky. True. True. <laughs> Facts. Um, another piece of business I wanted to attend to before we get into this week's case is our creepy freaky listener stories. Oh, Yeah. Mm-hmm. we've gotten a few submissions they're all it. very yeah. good yeah a couple really good ones yeah and we've lined up some family no, members and no stuff. shit ones no not yet no we would let you know if they were shit like yeah. if you send us a shit story i'll let you know i'll be like that was shit <laughs> send me something better <laughs> i'm just kidding i would no, never <laughs> we've got some really good stuff and um keep them coming because yeah. we're collecting them for our halloween episode and we can't yeah. ra- wait to read them all out it's and, gonna be so fun and discuss them yeah it's going to be good. So send them in. Email us. Um, Haley had a good suggestion. If you're not comfortable like writing it out like a story, you can always like send us like a really long voice note. Yeah. And then like we'll turn it into the story for you or Yeah, we won't, pl- we won't play it. We won't just like 
throw you yeah. out into the podcast world. We'll yeah. just I'll tr- I'll transcribe it if yeah. you want to send an audio note if that's easier. Either way, we just want to hear your stories. Yeah. And they better be scary and good. <laughs> they can be any subject too cuz like I feel like people are thinking oh does it have to be like ghost stories does it have to be killers like no anything, anything. yeah i've gotten an uh, an alien story i've Drew gotten has an alien story we're getting some ghost stories and uh and we yeah. also have a creepy creepy town story yeah we've got lots of yeah we've got, we got a variety stuff. we've got a good yeah we got good stuff oh i do have a serial killer one too so <gasps> you do. oh yeah yeah but that that's that's gonna time, be right oh no never mind I, i'm spoiling things okay that's Shh. i'm so guy i can't help it <laughs> all right all right should we jump into it or should we just like gab Ta- just for gab a for a whole hour yeah okay bit? guys this is not a real episode yeah. <laughs> everyone would be furious if we did that but i'm also kind of like let's fucking do it all right so this week's episode is a wild one we're covering the case of the youngest person ever in canada maybe it's changed since then but the youngest person ever in Canada to be charged with multiple murders, Jasmine Richardson and her piece of shit boyfriend, Jeremy Stinky. It's Stanky it or Steinky, but Stanky. It's Stinky. Stinky. Stinky is more suitable. It's probably. easier to say. But Stanky, I mean. <laughs> Stanky. <laughs> so I'm going to just like introduce them both a little bit and give them just a little bit of, a little bit of background on them before we, you know jump into the murders okay okay all right i'll allow it so with jasmine there's a lot like about her personality but like details of her life is hard to find considering she was a minor at the time and canada has really strict laws as does everywhere else but when it comes to like information on minors it's very hard Mm -hmm. so like her birthday and stuff like that i couldn't get which who gives a shit anyways so Jasmine Richardson, at the time of the murders in April of 2006, was 12 years old. So you can kind of do the math of when she was bored. Oh, wow. 12. Bored? Born. 12. Yeah. I thought, oh, yeah, okay. Because I have heard this before, but I, um, it was a long time ago. I thought she was like 15 or something. Oh, no. Well, 15, uh, if, if you thought she was 15, that's, that's okay. Because she actually frequently lied about her age. Saying oh. she was 15 in like okay. online chat rooms and stuff. Right, right. As do most preteen girls i feel like i'm sure like yeah yeah. not that like chat rooms are i don't think quite as popular now but i mean back then i think it was pretty common to like like yeah i'm 16 yeah exactly and you're like nine (laughs) especially if you're one of those honestly one of those 12 year olds like she was who looks older than she is i'm about to get in yeah um yeah so i think like the key thing here is to like remember the the number 12 like that's such a baby like yeah 12 that's so young like infant that's baby so prior to the murders jasmine is noted as being super wholesome and sweet like she had like a pink bedroom with like stuffed animals everywhere like very sweet girl you're like typical preteen kind of girl uh she was catholic school honor student always smiling always happy she's noted as being extremely beautiful as we just said um She looked a lot more mature and older than her age, has a gorgeous, huge smile, which she also got from her mother. Her mother is, like, so beautiful, and, like, her smile was just, like, massive. Like, when you look at any pictures of them, you're like, that's an attractive family. Um, Yeah, and if you look at pictures of Jasmine, like, she is beautiful. Mm -hmm. Like, she's got, like, the long, dark, beautiful hair, light blue eyes, like, the whole kind of, like, shebang. Like, just, she's, she's gorgeous. But she sucks. 
Um, <laughs> Jasmine often in, you know, certain online chat rooms, like we just said, she would join. She'd lie about her age. She would usually state that she was 15 rather than 12, which like, don't do that. But also, I know preteens are still going to do that. Of like, course, yeah. You, you know? Want, yeah. You When you're that age, all you want to do is grow up. You just want to be older than you are. Yeah. And then you get old and you want to be young. And it's just, you know. Yeah. It's terrible. It's it's a vicious cycle. Yeah. But, um, and yeah, she like certainly like looked a lot older too. Like she's noted as like having like developed physically like really early on, which like I understand that. Like I developed like in grade one. Like I'm pretty sure that's like when I got my first like bra. And it was just like, it's, you know, you because you look older, you feel older. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like you're like, well, I'm 10, but like I think I'm 16. <laughs> so I'm going to act 16, right? Like, Yeah, especially if like, I mean, I don't know about her, but if people give you attention like you are a 16-year-old, mm-hmm. that sort of enforces that idea of like, yeah. oh, I look older than I am. So I can, uh, you know, yeah. pretend like I am I can older. like get away with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jasmine had um, a younger brother, Jacob, who at the time was eight years old. Um, so he's like literally a baby mm-hmm. like to me that's like is that not still like toddler age like <laughs> well, I don't a know a bit bigger kids. than a toddler but but it's very young very young like that would be like grade three because I feel like I don't know a lot of eight-year-olds but like the ones that I do like to me they're babies like they're yeah I just had a really interesting conversation with an eight-year-old about animal crossing oh, man yeah. I love animal crossing I know, she was giving me some tips what was the tips just uh, that I need to make my island better oh <laughs> well you you do probably we haven't yeah, played in I a while i haven't played it in a Maybe long after time we re- after we record do you want to play uh, yeah I, do. I haven't checked on my villagers Help in like me. eight months i think all of mine died uh, do they die no i don't think so but let's if it's do possible, a true crime edition of animal crossing and all of our villagers are dead <laughs> every time i sign in they're always like we haven't seen you in four months i thought we weren't friends anymore and they like say really snarky things to you imagine you signed in it's like all of your villagers are dead you have to find out who killed them <gasps> yo wouldn't that new, be the best okay, game <laughs> new animal crossing game tm we're like trademarking that right now tm 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 after everything i ever say i'm just gonna be like tm like <laughs> I feel like Phil Dunphy from Autumn Family because he TMs everything. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, my God. Where was I? Okay. So, uh, yeah, he was eight years old. Uh, close friends and relatives to the Richardsons actually said that Jasmine and Jacob, her brother, had a really good relationship. Jasmine was always playing with her brother. She was really protective of him, loved him. They had a great bond, like a really good like brother-sister bond. Her parents were Deborah Richardson and Mark Richardson. Deborah was 48 at the time and Mark was 42. Um, her family is also noted by like people close to them um, as being like your classic like happy family. Like they're like a really happy couple, like um, really fair, kind and loving parents to their children. Um, they never really like disciplined them. I like obviously like they would get grounded and stuff, but it wasn't like discipline like as in like abuse. Like it was like a very fair household mm-hmm. if that makes sense yeah um taco's literally climbing underneath <laughs> the blanket right now it's the funniest thing they're to gonna watch have right like now. an outbreak of violence in a second oscar and taco they're gonna fight <laughs> like um, your cat just has the blanket wrapped around her head you can probably hear her screaming and she's like help get me it's like the episode of friends when phoebe yeah. has the sweater on she's, she's like, like i need help, help me i'm scared <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Uh, Yeah, so they're like, you know, 
they were very fair and like kind to their kids and stuff and all, all the like good stuff. Like they just sounded like really good parents. Um, before like Jasmine's behavior kind of like took a turn. Right. Um, or actually, sorry, during her behavior kind of took a turn. Like uh, the school had like called in on one occasion being like, oh, we're a little concerned about her and like the way she's dressing now, whatever. And it was like mainly just like in regards to like clothes that she was wearing and like to show like how cool her parents were. They were like, well, if she's not hurting anyone, like she should be able to express herself through her clothing. Like that's fine. Yeah. And she's 12 and that's very normal. Yeah. To like change, I, you, you know, your style or your clothes or, yeah. again, to maybe tr- want to dress more maturely. And, uh, you know, again, if it's not something that's wildly offensive, then, um, yeah, I, that's great. Like, their par- her parents sound like they had her back. All right. You guys need to stop your fighting. Oscar's, like, about to, like, mount it's Taco. Like a, a showdown between a hey. dog and a cat right now. <laughs> Oscar, go <laughs> This is getting so violent. Oh, my God. Um, I'm so sorry for the distraction, everybody. This is just this is what happens when we record on the couch. The the animals get too comfortable. Yeah. Like, at least when I'm over at, like, the station over there, they're, like, you know, separated. But right (laughs) now, this is just way too exciting. They really want to be involved. They, like, know they're interrupting. Um, Yeah. So they were just, like, fucking cool-ass parents. Like, really you know supportive of their children which is just you know and then when you look at pictures of them like they're just like the cutest little family like the cutest little family this makes me so sad <laughs> i know i i know I, yeah yeah um yeah where the heck was i before this like outrage happened but yeah i i like after like researching her family and whatnot i was like hoping to find not hoping to find, but when you, like, hear about cases like this, you always want to, like, see, like, oh, okay, well, was there, like, abuse or something that caused something like this was to happen? Was there a reason? A reason. That, something that made a little bit of sense. Something that where you could at least maybe be like, okay, well, that explains why she felt like that was the only option. Mm-hmm. But there's no reason. Like, no. so that's why I, I, in my mind, and again, I'm no expert, but I think she leans more on, like, the psychopathic side of things. Because she still, in my opinion, doesn't really show any remorse, really. But I don't know. It's There's nothing in her, like, upbringing that would lead to, like, this. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, well, let's well, let's tell them what this is. No. I'm just going to keep referring it to it, like, <laughs> mysteriously and never, never say. So, slowly, Jasmine kind of entered the goth scene, which that in itself and isolated is totally fine. Like, I'll make it loud yeah. and clear that if goth is your style and your scene, that's fucking cool. Do your thing. That's your shit and own it. Goth is cool. Yeah. Do your fucking shit. Absolutely. I have lots of friends that... You're not hurting anybody. You know, dress goth or emo or whatever, however you want to refer to it. Like It's like like you said earlier, it's an expression of yourself. Yeah. yeah. Right? And your personality it's and your what style. you're... It's your style. It's your vibe. Like, that's... Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with it. Like... No. Um, so, and I also feel like this happens a lot in true crime cases, like where people get like blamed because of their style. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the, I don't know, like instead of like actually like addressing like the character of the person, they'll be like, oh, well, like they dress different. So they're different. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. this reminds me of like, well, not this case reminds me of, but like talking about like the style reminds me of the West Memphis three and how like the boys were like literally charged with murder just because they dressed gothic. Mm hmm. But, like, they didn't murder anybody. 
Yeah, like, and it just shows how certain subcultures are yeah. targeted and yeah. and assumed um, by police or other people that they're more likely to be criminals or more likely oh, 100%. to... percent Yeah, exactly. And then, like, unfortunately, in people like Jasmine's case, they give the gothic scene a bad name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, fuck this bitch. Um, <laughs> that's my stance. Becky's really hiding her feelings yeah, right now. Yeah, I'm really holding back, if you can't tell. Um, but yeah, so like, yeah, that's, that's that. I always, I keep losing my spot. This is what happens when I go on my tangents. Like, yeah. Uh, in Jasmine's case, her Gothic style is only like notable as the one thing that kind of led her to meeting Jeremy. Okay. The next player in this case. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I think her like Gothic style doesn't really play any other part into this case whatsoever. It's just to be noted because it kind of like sent her off into this path of who she meets really because had she not kind of gone with the gothic scene like she might have never met him fair enough and what's about to unfold might not have ever happened you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so yeah so she starts dressing goth she was being a little bit more edgy to her parents going on different like websites i think the one that she had like went on initially to like meet like a new group of friends essentially was called uh, vampirefreaks.com. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, it was like online chat, lo- chat rooms like that. You remember like Habbo Hotel? That was my oh shit. Oh my God. Habbo Hotel. That was my like shit. Like Neopets. <gasps> I'm still into Neopets. <laughs> yeah. Remember at the beginning of COVID when I messaged all you guys asking you to play Neopets with me and you guys were all like, haha, no. And I was like, you fucking bitches. <laughs> like, oh, please. I do remember that. I think I wanted to and then I just forgot. Mm, that's nice how convenient you just forgot about me (laughs) um yeah so she started joining these chat rooms to like you know meet other people she also lied about her age like i stated earlier Mm -hmm. so i think maybe like her intentions were never talked about but maybe her intentions were to meet somebody older yeah i don't know like it's possible i'm gonna assume that um yeah like i feel like everyone did something similar to that in their preteens you know just like join different group sites like that and whatever to to you know to meet but you know with that being said you kind of sometimes have the possibility of ending up running with the wrong crowd Mm -hmm. but yeah definitely yeah and i don't think like the like what the events that are about to unfold are a result of her running with the wrong crowd i think it's you know her running with the wrong individual (laughs) yeah I don't think this has anything to do with, like, the gothic group or anything like that. I think it's in direct relation to her pure psychopathic tendencies coupled with her relationship with Dermy. Dermy. Interesting name. Dermy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is what happens when I try to read and talk at the same time. It just doesn't work. <laughs> Does not work for me. Uh, Jeremy Stinkhole. <laughs> who, he, yeah. He, he also certainly shouldn't have been a part of this group considering there's an alarming age difference. What is the age difference? Are you about to tell me? There is, but I also just noticed that Oscar is sneakily eating tacos food right now. Oh, Oscar. Hey. The sneaky, sneaky guy. He's a sneak thief, isn't he? <laughs> he he waited until he thought that I wouldn't call him out for it. Joke's on him. So let's jump into Jeremy's background. Let's do this. Jeremy Stanky, Steinke, however you want to say it, was born on January 15th, 1983. He was 23 years old at the time of the murders and when he started dating Jasmine. Let me remind you, she's 12. She's 12. But he thinks she's 
15, which doesn't make it any better. It doesn't make it any better. And he does end up finding out how old she is. Oh, okay. I knew there was a big age difference. But again, I thought she was like 15 or 16 and he was, yeah, like 21 or 22. That's a hu- that's 11 years. She's that's 12. a lot. Which, okay. Which I'll be the first to say this. Age gaps in relationships are fine. Oh, of course. Not when they're 12. Not when they're 12. Yes. <laughs> not when they're a baby. No. A baby. <laughs> not when one is... She's a child. old enough to legally drink in every country in the world and the other one maybe doesn't even have her period yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's... Yeah. She's a baby. 12. She is a child. Yeah. In it, every sense of the word, yes. Yes. Like... So gross. Okay, so Jeremy described himself as a 300-year-old werewolf. Oh, as you do. Yep. <laughs> yep. Same, same, same. You do too? Yeah. Mm. I See, I don't think I'd describe myself as a werewolf. I didn't think werewolves were the ones that lived forever. I thought that that was actually vampires. Well, they, maybe they don't live forever, but he's 300. Maybe they cap out at like 305. I don't know. Yeah, he's So he's like a, he's like a grandpa werewolf. <laughs> Um, geriatric werewolf uh yeah so this is just like what he like identifies as so yeah i do know that there are people who like identify as like vampires and are like part of that community like that's a thing i don't know if you know that but that's a thing i didn't but um, but they don't kill people okay fair enough these people that claim that they're like vampires they don't it's like a thing like there are a lot of people out there that do that um, and that that's cool. Do your thing. Just don't date children and murder people. Spoiler alert. <laughs> you know? Yeah. A couple of, couple of suggestions there. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy actually had a pretty rough upbringing. Um, his mom was an alcoholic and had dated sort of like a plethora of different men who essentially all turned out to be pretty abusive towards not only Jeremy, but his mom as well, which sucks. Like, as we know, growing up in abusive, like neglect, neglectful home is kind of just like a recipe for disaster mm-hmm. doesn't mean you're gonna like certainly turn out to be a killer or anything but no. it's definitely not like it doesn't help anything it doesn't help no and and a lot of people grow up in extremely abusive homes with alcoholic parents or parents who have like different like you know substance abuse addictions and they grow up to be totally fine mm-hmm. so it's not an excuse it's just like some it's like a contributing factor mm-hmm. um he was a high school dropout he had dropped out in grade 10 um, and he had also attempted suicide once prior to meeting Jasmine. He's also stated as always w- like walking around wearing a necklace uh, with a vial of blood around his neck. Oh. I don't know whose blood it was. That was something I could not find. Maybe it's his own. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe it's like animal blood or something. I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. Depends what kind of vampire he is. Oh, no. He's a werewolf. He's a werewolf. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. How dare you? That's very <laughs> insulting. <I'm> sorry. <laughs> they're Uh, not all the same they're not oh my god that's just like so rude (laughs) um he he was also bullied pretty relentlessly in school um it's like stated as like seeming like as almost like he was trying to be bullied by people like i read that in like a few articles that it like seemed like he was like really just wanted to be bullied like he was antagonizing people to uh, antagonize I can't talk today. I can never talk. Whenever it's my turn, I'm always just like, oh, and like stroke out the entire time. It's not fun. Um, but no, like, it, yeah, kind of like antagonizing people, but also like it, it seemed like picking like opportunities to be bullied, like setting himself up kind of thing. I don't know. 
Okay. That's just what was noted about him. Um, His biological father, according to his mother, treated Jeremy like complete shit and would beat him senselessly. Um, He would drag him to his room and stuff, like like fully drag him. Um, So he had like a bunch of horrifying stuff done to him by his father and stepdads to come. Right. Um, I had also heard another podcast that I listened to that I love that there's a possibility that Jeremy might have had fetal alcohol syndrome. I couldn't find that anywhere else, though. Okay. Um, it just, like, was something that, like, based on his, like, behavior, his appearance, and, like, some of his actions, it kind of, like, seemed that way. Yeah. Um, yeah. He was also diagnosed with ADHD, which also does usually come along with fetal alcohol syndrome. It does, syndrome. Yeah. Um, before the age of 15, he was drinking like a bunch, like he had already like blacked out a few times prior to 15 from alcohol, which prior to 15, it's like, that's pretty rough on like your development to be like blacking out, do it like due to a substance. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of drinking. Mm -hmm. A little bit. Just a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, he was also doing a bunch of different drugs, not just weed. Like, um, I think he was doing Coke and something else prior to age of 15, which there goes your frontal lobe. Yeah. See you later. That's, it's gone. That's hard. That's hard on on your body. On your brain. Like if you want to experiment with drugs, go right ahead experiment, but like I just wait, just like I ask everybody just wait until like your brain's developed. Yeah. Oh no, absolutely. I mean, like yeah. Just wait. Even with <laughs> obviously like weed is legal here, but they still recommend you wait until the age of even like 25, I think they say, because yeah. your brain is still developing. Yeah. And it, it's different for everybody, but to be safe by 25, everyone should, you know, everyone's brain should be developed at that point. And mm-hmm. in that stage of development, you can do a lot of damage. Yeah. And it like directly impacts your like logic, reasoning and judgment. Yes. Yeah. And those are like pretty fucking important things to have under control. Yeah. Pretty important, you know? You know, you know what? Nah. <sighs> Who needs it. logic? Judgment or reasoning. What is that? Who I sure as hell don't <laughs> have that. Um, yeah. So he he was also engaging at this time in self-injurious behavior, like cutting himself and such, which is pretty fucking scary. Yeah. Like I think honestly at this point in his life, he just needed some fucking help. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like, I think, yeah, at this point with, with what's going on with his parents and um his behavior and everything anyone in that position would just probably need some support yeah i don't know i yeah i think because like his home situation sucked obviously he's like clearly experiencing like depressive symptoms like i think at this point i feel bad for him i don't later yeah of course yeah it's like we when we talk about a lot of these people right where early in life it's that's not their fault what happens to them in childhood or adolescence no and it's completely out of their control that's terrible and no one should have to go through that no i i like so at this point i do feel bad for him like i do think he made some really fucking poor decisions yeah i also think like from a lot of the sounds of it he's like someone who's very easily influenced even by a 12 year old like i feel like he's not like the decision maker in most situations okay um yeah i don't know he just didn't have help and i think had he had it maybe none of this would have happened yeah um a lot of like his friends um from like the goth group that he was like a part of like all like stated him being like very like chill and calm and kind of cool and like just like really regular nothing like too out there you know it wasn't like oh he was like a really scary dude or anything it was just like no he's chill like he's a yeah nice guy to be around like okay 
you know, so I, I don't actually know, like, from from him having friends that say that about him, what went wrong. But I think Jasmine is what really went wrong for him. It sounds like it. I don't know. So now we get into how Jeremy and Jasmine met. There's two stories I saw very consistently, like these two. It's not like a long thing. It's just like two conflicting things of how they met. Couldn't narrow it down, so I'll just say both. I don't really think it matters. Um, one states that they met at a punk rock concert. I couldn't find out which concert it was. It was just like a concert. Okay. Um, and then another says that they met at a mall. Either way, either okay. way, yeah. they met through a friend, whether it was at this concert or at a mall. Um, a friend of Kate of uh, Jasmine's. Her name's Casey. She does come back later. Okay. So just Casey. I did not write her down her last name because it's not important. It's yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so either way, they met and their relationship just flourished into a precious little flower from there on out. The end. Cute. Happily ever after. Just kidding. In hell. They suck. (laughs) So let's just remember, once again, at this point, he's 23 and she is 12. You know? So (laughs) they start. I can't. I I just like every time I say it, I'm just like, and I like need to pause. It's just like so gross. Like, yeah, no. So they start their like relationship. They're kind of like seeing each other, hanging out at malls and stuff when they can, going to different concerts and whatnot. And they start sending each other emails because back then email was like the primary email, like MSN. MSN. I was like, they weren't. They weren't MSNing. Maybe they were MSNing, but it's like all of the articles say email email right yeah it's more like because articles were written by like someone who at the time didn't even know what msn was probably (laughs) it's a possibility yes yes so um they you know chat in their chat rooms and stuff like that um jasmine's parents had obviously found out about this relationship and realized how old he was and they like the good parents that they were Mm -hmm. they were like you're you're grounded because she's literally talking to and dating a dude who's 23 years old. Yeah. They were being good parents. Oh, absolutely. I'm sure if I was her and this was like me, I would have been like, fuck you guys. That's my boyfriend. No, I probably would have rebelled too. But they were being good parents. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. But they are definitely looking out for her. It's creepy. Because, this is like, yeah, yeah this is like bordering it's on very like very creepy. Like, it's disgusting. Bordering. It is. It is. I know. I'm trying to I'm trying to fucking dance around this shit. Like this is disgusting. Fucking sicko. So yeah, they found about this. She's grounded. There's also there's also records of their chats. Um, like a lot of them. Um, they're kind of fucking hilarious because they're so theatrical and over the top the way they talk to each other. I like started to include them, but there's just like so many. That like this would literally be seven hours of just listening to like us wheeze laughing at like how stupid they are. That'll be a bonus episode. Yeah. Just (laughs) us like (gasps) like, trying to like gasp for air while we're laughing. But they're so theatrical and like way over the top in their like communications with one another. Like, do you remember like being that age and like talking and everything just kind of has to be like bigger than it was? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everything is just so extra extra everything's so much more emotional and like Mm -hmm. passionate it's just like okay 
So because Jasmine had started being like grounded and scolded a little bit, a tiny, tiny bit more than usual for engaging with this older creepy dude, which obviously you're going to get in trouble for this. You're dating a guy literally like a kajillion years older than you. Um, <laughs> she started fighting with her parents. Um, she actually asked her school guidance counselor for help to get her into foster care. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yikes. Uh-huh. The guidance counselor doing her due diligence was like, are you being abused? Are you in a neglect, like a neglectful home? Like asked like the, the routine questions to see if this child needs to be put in foster care. Of course. Yeah. And she says, uh, no, my parents are assholes. Okay. Well, yeah, you can't go into foster care because of that. And so like <laughs> she wanted to be put into foster care just because she was being grounded for talking to this old dude. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's come the fuck on. I mean, it's dramatic, but she's a, again, she's a 12 year old. So I'm not (laughs) entirely surprised. Like, again, that doesn't even seem like super abnormal behavior. It's like my parents aren't letting me do what I want to do. And I've never experienced this before because she's probably, (laughs) yeah, she's probably never been like really seriously reprimanded before if she didn't know if she wasn't that's true behaving poorly um or in a way that they thought needed to be disciplined so that if this is really the first big time that they're like no absolutely not and she's like you know what i'm gonna go live with other parents i'm calling the fucking swat team like (laughs) i will not take no for an answer (laughs) um yeah so she just did not like being told no clearly and being grounded for talking to jeremy so no, she was not put into foster care, in case you're wondering. That was Unfortunately, immediately not, shut down. No. I feel like it would have, I don't know how much worse it could get, but I feel like foster care wouldn't have been a good choice for her anyways. No, 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 it's true. <laughs> so because of this, uh, she starts asking Jeremy to help her kill her family so that they could be together and run away and be alone together. So it was like quite a fucking leap there. That's, that's abnormal. That's abnormal. The thing before wasn't super abnormal yeah. in my mind, but, but like, this this one that's pretty out there. Yeah, like it's it's quite a leap. That's outside of like, the boundaries you know of a dramatic twelve year old. Yeah, I feel like that's just like whoa, dramatics. Like yeah, whether whether she meant it or not when asking, like that's still like I'm, in, I'm inclined to think that she did mean it. Oh, clearly, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, she's asking him to help her with that. Uh, There are, like, witness, I I guess you could call them witness statements of, like, friends of his saying that, like, he would ask his friends, like, hey, can you help me, like, kill my girlfriend's parents so that we can be together because I can't do it alone. Like, he, there were a few times where he is, like, stated as, like, admitting to not being able to do it and he was, like, scared and, you know. Okay, yeah. But that doesn't really justify anything because it still ends up happening. Yeah. I mean, he's still asking someone to help him. Yeah. Um, One of her emails to him states this, and I quote, I have this plan. It begins with me killing them and ends with me living with you. So I think so. That's the entire plan. That's the plan. That's the plan. Um, His response to that one specifically was like, I think we need to get a little bit more creative with the details. Um, And then there's another response email after that one that Jasmine had received from Jeremy. And it states this. And I'm quoting. And this is the long theatrics. He, like, talks, like, not, like, you. He says, like, they and stuff. Like, 
it's a very theatrical response. You, you'll, you'll see. Payment. My lover's rents are totally unfair. They say that they really care. They don't know what is going on, and they just assume. As their greed continues to consume, she is slowly going insane. She is in Jasmine. He's talking to her. This is very... Okay. This is like Shakespearean. Yeah. <laughs> she she continues to thank that I came into her life to help her out and to stop what they keep trying to shout. It's all total bullshit. Their throats I want to slit. They will regret the shit they have done, especially when I see to it, see to it that they are gone. They shall pay for their insolence. Finally, there shall be silence. Their blood shall be payment. Wow. So yeah, That's, um, yeah. So That's as a way I stated, to put it, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah, very, very theatrical. Yeah, no, no, I, I get what you're saying now. Yeah, Where it's and that's like, how oh, they, are you writing a screenplay? And that's how like all of their correspondence back and forth is, and that's why I was saying it's like fucking hilarious. That because, sounds exhausting. I yeah. mean, I feel like when Luke and I text, it's like if it's not about something specific, yeah. it's like be home soon. Okay. Yeah. Bye. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'll be like, is dinner ready? And he'll be like in the same room as me. And he'll be like, I like, no, it's not ready. <laughs> like, I feel like you and I don't even text anymore. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Even phone calls and stuff. Yeah. But like, I'm not like, ah, alas. Alas, I have arrived home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So as I stated before, like he was asking friends to help him complete this action. Okay. I, I don't know if like these friends, they either thought he wasn't serious or like maybe he's joking or whatever. Like maybe he said stuff like this all the time. Like I know obviously this is yeah. quite the leap, but like I know uh-huh. it does get thrown a lot around that people will be like, ah, oh, I'll kill you. Like as like a, as a like pure joke for yeah. sure. But obviously I mean, murdering people isn't a joke. If, but if someone, if you came to me and you're like, Hey, can you uh, help me yeah. like kill someone? And you'd probably you, think I was kidding. I would think you were kidding, but if you were like, "No, I'm serious. I'm, <laughs> I want to kill this person." I mean, I mean, you're my friend, but that's pretty disturbing. I, I'm, I'm. Would you turn me in? No. <laughs> the SWAT just like kicks open our windows. Got her. Can you hear something? Obstruction in the background? of <laughs> <laughs> obstruction of justice. <laughs> oh, okay, that's good to know. Oh my god, I can get away with crimes now. <laughs> You're just chuckling like, yeah, I'm going to help you. (laughs) How to not get killed. Just help Becky kill someone so she doesn't kill me. Yeah, there you go. That's the way to do it. Um, Okay, so on the night of the murders, Jeremy pre-gamed by uh, watching what he believed to be the greatest romance movie of all time, Natural Born Killers. Oh, super romantic. I've actually never seen the movie. Oh, you haven't? No. Oh, it's... It sounds really romantic. If though. you watch the movie, this whole case is maybe going to make a little bit more sense to you. I know the premise of the yeah. movie. Yeah. I do know the premise but of the movie. But it's it's outrageous, obviously. It's like a glorification of like a Murder. couple who is who are criminals, right? Yeah. And um Yeah. I just wouldn't have described it as romantic, but fair enough. He thinks it's the greatest love story of all time. Of course. His words. Like fuck the Titanic, right? Yeah. Honestly, I know. Don't even get me started. I'm not even going <laughs> to. You already knew where I was going with that. You saw my face. I hate romance movies. All of them. <laughs> but like the Titanic actually infuriates me. It's just too long. Oh, yeah. That my like my just feel like It's like James Cameron's like love letter to himself. Yeah. But <laughs> the whole door situation. We got to talk about this because 
like uh, it makes me angry because like two people could have quite obviously fit on that fucking door yeah i know the, the, the there's i demand the plot, a rewrite plot holes is an understatement <laughs> like it's just fucked Anyways, back to this fucked up story. Mm-hmm. Natural, our natural born killers. Yeah. So, you, you know, he pre-gamed by watching that and also getting like drunk as all fuck. Like he was like shit hammered. Um, he was at a friend's house watching this and getting drunk and also doing a bunch of coke and other drugs to get himself all amped up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, quite literally, because he from the sounds of it from the friends like witness account later is that like he was scared and didn't really want to go through with it again doesn't justify anything because he still ends up eventually going yeah, through with something but i don't know i think he was like really heavily under jasmine's influence of like we either do this or we cannot be together mm-hmm. so he was all fucked up watching you know basically the notebook um <laughs> and equally as romantic yeah so let's just flash forward just a little bit to after the murders okay so on april 23rd 2006 a six-year-old neighbor of the richardson family discovered the bodies of the richardson family minus jasmine i'll pause here and say wow i hope this six-year-old boy i hope you're okay now because that's alarming as hell traumatizing to stumble upon of like wow. a family that you know. Were they out outside? Like where did he? Did he? You'll see. Okay. Um, I can't remember the boy's name, and that's okay. He's he was six year old, six years old at the time. I don't think we need to share his information, anyways. No. Um, so he was friends with Jacob. That's like how he had mm-hmm. known the family because ja- uh, Jacob's eight, and this boy was six. Uh, let's call him. Let's call him Tommy, just for right now. So, okay. um. Tommy's friends with Jacob, and so this boy, Tommy, he saw the family car was there in the driveway, so he was like, oh, they must be home. Mom, I'm going to go next door and see if Jacob's home, because I want to play with Jacob. Um, They were supposed to have, like, a sleepover the night before, but um, Tommy had to cancel because he had other plans, I think, with his grandma, is what I had read. So he was like, oh, I want to, like, make up for the sleepover that we couldn't have last night, which... Thank God it didn't happen. I was just going to say, good thing he wasn't there. Yes. Um, so, wow. well, I'm not, what I'm not sure is if the sleepover was supposed to take place at the Richardson house or at Tommy's house. Oh, I right. don't know. Fair enough. So it could have been a situation. It could yeah. have been maybe for the best or it could have been so much worse. Yeah. I don't know. So Tommy goes to the Richardson house and he's like banging on the door, like wanting to see Jacob. No one's answering. Um, so the house is one of those side split houses where you can kind of like see into like what would be deemed like the basement level, like yeah. where like a, a living room usually is or like a family room type thing. Um, so he goes to peer in through the the like basement window there to see if maybe like they're just like watching cartoons or something, whatever. Um, so he did that. He looked in and he was terrified because he saw, you know, his friend's dad, Mark, on the floor covered in blood. As well as Deborah, the mom, also hidden a little bit behind a couch covered in blood. So, but being six, he didn't know, like, what that really, like, meant. Yeah. Yeah, that would just be confusing, I think, for a six-year-old. Yeah. So, he ran back to his mom and said, Mom, there's bodies next door at Jacob's house and they're covered in blood. So, 
she ran over with him, looked in, and called the police immediately, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, when police arrived, they discovered first the body of Mark in just his boxer shorts, laying on the ground covered in blood with multiple stab wounds. Deborah was also found nearby Mark's body, also with multiple stab wounds. They're both in, like, their pajamas, like it was nighttime. That- yeah. Um, then the police had followed like blood stains, like drips and stuff, like leading upstairs where they had found the body of eight year old Jacob in his bedroom in his pajamas oh. in his bed, also covered in blood with multiple stab wounds. But for Jacob, his throat was slit open. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Initially, oh. police were extremely concerned about Jasmine's safety because she was nowhere to be found. Of course. That's, that would be the logical assumption. So they initially put out an Amber alert for her. And in the Amber Alert, it was saying that there was, like, an extreme family matter and that she'd be returned home safely and such and such. Um, They had just assumed that she had been kidnapped or taken by whoever had completed this murder. Um, The police are even noted as stating that at that point, they had literally zero reason to believe she was a suspect until evidence started piling up, leading to her involvement of, of the case. So certain things, like, there wasn't, like, a struggle in the house Of like looking for knives and stuff like that. It was kind of like everything seemed like whoever had done this knew where things were. And I would imagine there was no sign of like forced entry if she lived there, right? Or Uh, maybe had a key. I don't know. um, I believe I didn't write this down. Actually, I don't know why I didn't do that because I suck. But um, (laughs) I think she had left a a window unlocked in the basement for Jeremy to crawl through. I don't think he came in through the front door. Okay. But when he did come through the window, all fucked up and drunk and high, um, he attacked Deborah first, and Mark fought back with a screwdriver, but ultimately lost that fight. Oh, um, gosh. Yeah, so evidence started piling up, leading to her involvement. Like, she had, I guess, taken things with her, so it looked more like a runaway versus a, a taking, you know? Yeah. Um. So then they started sharing images of Jasmine and Jeremy, like on the news looking for them so now we're after the murders like the murders have taken place and we're gonna we're gonna jump to jasmine and jerry jerry jeremy leaving the murders they actually headed over to a party with friends nearby like a gathering more so not like a rager or anything where they had talked to multiple people essentially bragging about what they had just done to jasmine's parents and brother can you imagine i'm sorry but like can you imagine having like a get-together in someone's basement and then two people come and they're like yeah so uh check out what we just did i mean i just i don't even know what i would think would i think that they're just lying that they're exaggerating like making things up they're compulsive liars or i don't know I, I don't like know what I I'd be, think because I've never experienced it. No, but I think I would be frightened on all accounts. Like I whether like they're I'd lying like, or not, that's scary. I feel like I would just be like, you're full of shit. But I might report you just in case. But yeah, it, I think it would just be so disturbing to me. I think I would assume that they're lying, but it would be so disturbing to me that they're lying about something like that. And then I want to think like, okay, well, this is bad that I'm going to do this. But like, okay, you're in like a, a gothic group of people that like really are passionate about like horror and stuff like that along those lines which is again totally fine but maybe because this group is like so into that like world of things maybe like the group are just like oh haha that's just how they joke oh sure like if you're thinking that they're they're joking um 
I don't know. Genuinely, then then sure. Like I mean, I have a dark sense of humor. I know. You do oh, too. No, you do. But <laughs> if you think that they're joking, that's that's fine. But if there was even an inkling from one person there that that they were not joking, that's really scary. Yeah. Yeah. No one had reported them. So jeez. Maybe I don't know. Also, too, we're talking about like a bunch of teenagers. Yeah. So like, they probably didn't know what to do, anyways. No, no, of course. Right? Yeah. Like us as adults now, like yeah, if you kicked open my door and we're like, ha ha, I just killed my entire fucking family, I'd be like, Haley has cracked. We need to do something. Even if you were joking, I would be like, something is going on. Like something's not okay. Joke or no joke. Like yeah something's wrong i think yeah i think when you're a teenager you're more inclined to sort of be like i don't know how to uh approach the situation so i'm just gonna ignore it yeah you know, like, i'm uncomfortable yeah. and i'm awkward and so anyways lizzie mcguire <laughs> 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 right like <laughs> seriously oh gosh yeah so um yeah they were bragging telling basically everybody there um this is something i had heard in another podcast as well but they're like noted as having sex after and like doing normal couple type things not normal when you're 23 and your girlfriend's 12, 12. but but you know what i mean normal, like normal for if, if you're in a relationship yeah yeah enjoying themselves having a hoot laughing and joking about stuff and they're on the run like yeah um jasmine is quoted by people at this group gathering saying yeah i slit my brother's throat and he gurgled while i did it that's fucking disgusting. Oh, my god! Jeremy is quoted by people as saying, yeah, I gutted them like a fish and comments like that. I'm going to assume that, like, these people just, like, did not believe them or thought they were just, like, really disgusting. And Yeah, no, I'm going to I'm going to assume as well that yeah. maybe they were, like, living out some sort of weird fucked up fantasy yeah. by trying to convince people that they did this. That's that's truly, I think, what I would assume. I'd just yeah. be like, I don't want to talk to them anymore. I'm going to go over here in the corner and. Yeah and ignore them so at this party a friend of jasmine's the same friend actually who initially introduced jasmine to jeremy casey uh she actually helped him get away in her car but based on her story she didn't realize she was helping them escape she thought they were just going for a drive or at least that's her story um they had drove roughly about 200 kilometers away from medicine hat alberta where this takes place Oh, okay. I forgot this took place in Medicine Hat. I just realized I had never stated where this was. It just like dawned on me that I never talked about the location. But yeah, Medicine Hat is where this takes place. Um, I had read that they wound up somewhere in Saskatchewan. Okay. Well, yeah, it's not that far. It's not that far. But they did drive roughly about 200 kilometers, which I can't remember what that relates to in miles for any American listeners. Oh, yeah, sorry. Apologies, Google that on your own time. Thank you. (laughs) Um, But they were eventually caught by police and arrested the next day on April 24th, 2006. They were both arrested and charged with first-degree murder. Casey was arrested and charged with obstruction of justice, and I can't remember what the other charge was. It was like accomplice or something of along those lines. I'd have yeah. to check again. Okay, I just wanted to enough. leave her out just because it's a whole separate trial for her. And she ends up being like essentially proved to be not guilty. I think it's because she like genuinely didn't realize that she was helping people. Yeah, who- I, I would – even if she was like, oh, I think they might have done this and I'm going to drive them away, you know, 
again, I don't know how old she is. Like, yeah. I'm assuming she's a teenager. I think she's you. You the make same. really bad decisions as a teenager, and you didn't actually kill anybody. So, like, I don't. In my mind, I don't blame her as yeah. much. Um, but there is a good chance that she was just like they're asking me for a ride somewhere. Yeah, far away, but still, um, I'm gonna help a friend out. Yeah, and then she gets arrested. So, yeah, yikes. Yikes. Well, and that's the thing too, right? Like that's what makes me think like, okay, if I made that joke to you, like let's say I was like, hey, I got this family back here and I just murdered all of them. You let's say think I'm joking, but then we for whatever reason start going for a road trip, you would continue the road trip with me and you probably wouldn't realize until police are behind us that you're like oh fuck she actually did it yeah you'd probably be like oh my god i'm an accomplice oh you actually like, you weren't kidding <laughs> you yeah. weren't kidding you fucking did this oh gosh <laughs> right yeah 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 scary don't shit. ever do that to me I, okay i would never <laughs> i would never i'd do it to jade <laughs> i'd be like she's the murderer <laughs> didn't we take a road trip last summer dun 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 <laughs> <laughs> fuck <laughs> oh my god okay so I talked about Casey being charged. Yeah, so they were both arrested and charged with first-degree murder. Let's start with Jasmine. Her tr- uh, her trial began in June of 2007. She would have been 14 at this time now. Um, she had actually pled not guilty to the three counts of first-degree murder. LOL, okay. Um, her trial lasted about a month, and after only just three hours of deliberation, the jury had found her guilty on all three counts. Wow. Yeah. But... <laughs> I'll continue a little bit. Uh, her sentence included the 18 months credit for time already served while she was waiting for her trial. Okay. With four years to be spent in a psychiatric facility. Yes. Good choice, guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably should have been longer. Uh, followed by four and a half years under conditional supervision in the community. She does explain her reasoning as to why she did this. Would you like to hear it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Let's go. Let's do it. She claimed that she never meant it when she asked Jeremy to help her kill her parents and brother. And uh, and I quote, it was all stupid talk. Um, but then is also quoted, like around this exact same time, as saying, I just loved him so much and I thought it would bring us closer together. Okay, so you're telling me that you never meant it, but you also thought that doing this would bring you closer together, which tells me that you did fucking mean it. Yeah, also, if you didn't mean it, why did you unlock the basement window? Bitch, answer me that. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, yeah, I think that um, most of the evidence points to, I mean, you meant it, it's just now you, now you regret it. I think she's a remorseless psychopath. I think, yeah. Well, and it's probably a case of, you're not sorry you did it, you're sorry you got caught. Yes. I think she probably genuinely believed she wouldn't get caught, nor would she get in trouble for it because of her age Mm -hmm. i think she probably thought like okay well he will go down for it yeah she's probably thinking again this is speculation i have no idea what's going on in her mind at 12 years old but she easily could have thought if this so if if he does it then he did what i asked him to do and if we get caught um then worst case i can just plead like uh, oh he took advantage of me i'm too young mm-hmm. i couldn't have done it yeah you know yeah. oh taco has something to say she's just screamed that into the mic are you also upset taco she's i know she's very upset she's like mom this is scary <laughs> um so something too to note is that jeremy like eventually does kind of like 
almost admit to um, like doing everything because he he did. So while yes, he stabbed Jacob, it was Jasmine who slit Jacob's throat. Yeah, and talks about how he gurgled when she did it, which like when you do think about like the anatomy of things, that is what happens when you slit someone's throat is they essentially do start like choking on their blood immediately. Yeah. So for her to say that is very factual in that she is the one that slit his throat. And so it's sort of like, so your boyfriend stabbed him and I don't know if, I don't know if he was still alive at this point, but like he wouldn't be for long. Like your boyfriend committed the murder, but you committed the overkill, Mm -hmm. which says a lot to me. Um, there's a quote, let me pull this up, of uh, something that uh, Jacob is quoted as saying as he's passing. Um, while he pleaded for his life, he said, I'm scared I'm too young to die. Before she slit his throat. Oh my gosh, that's like, heartbreaking. Yeah. That's heartbreaking. Your little brother. Saying that to you, pleading for his life. Like, oh, that makes me sick. Right? Yeah. Like... She fucking sucks. Like, it's just, yeah, it's scary shit. So, not a lot about, not a lot is, like, known about her now because she has actually served her full sentence and she is out. Her name has been changed. And according to her uh, rehabilitation team, they feel she's been appropriately rehabilitated and she's in the community now. Um, however, like a lot of people claim that she isn't fully rehabilitated because they've seen like, um, correspondence between her and Jeremy and they talk normally and they don't sound remorseful in their like correspondence. And is he still, sorry, is he still in prison? He is. Can you not step on everything? Thank you. Um, (laughs) this is just a chaotic day for us. (laughs) Oscar. (laughs) He's just everywhere. It's like 5.30. It's dinner time for them. (laughs) So he's like, all right, wrap this shit up. (laughs) He's like, no more murder. Give me my bowl of food. (laughs) Um, so sorry. Did he get, um, a life sentence or? Yeah. So Jeremy was actually found guilty on all three charges as well. Um, he was sentenced to three life sentences to be served concurrently. And he can apply for parole after 25 years. He's also changed his name in prison. But since he wasn't a minder, minor, minder, like I need to get like speaking <laughs> lessons, like a minor. You can still see all, all of his info and all that, etc. I think he changed his name to like Jackson something, Jackson May or something like that. But so 2007, I believe, is when his trial was and his sentencing. So what's. 2007 plus 25 years <laughs> that's 2032 okay so that's like right around the fucking corner <laughs> right around the corner <laughs> it's 11 years that's away like tomorrow <laughs> well i'm gonna be i'm gonna be keeping an ear out uh, yeah. in 2030 i if, doubt he'll get parole though i you fucking never know i know you never know but like i think the only reason she's out though is because she was 12 when it happened if oh she, yeah honestly like if she had been even 16 they could have tried her as an adult I know. I actually, I think Canadian law is like very firm when it comes to minors. Oh, you can't try them as adults here. I don't know if that works the same way here. I, I we'd have to look into that. I don't want to say. Yeah, that, I like, will look into it. I'm not sure. I guess I just assumed if it was something like a like a triple homicide, 
you could i don't think you can for everything but yeah um, but but you're right that is by case yeah a lot of cases we hear about are in the states and people are tried as adults i think you can be tried in certain states i think you can be tried as an adult at like 14 yeah or i've heard of even younger in certain cases where yeah yeah but yeah she you know if she had been older let's let's put it this way if she had been at least 18 six years older than she was oh she almost certainly would have been she would be in prison probably for the rest of her life yeah but because she was 12 and she's like roughly our age yeah because you said what this was 2006 yeah so in 2006 yeah i don't want to like expose uh, our ages or anything but i like, will i'll do oh well no i, I <laughs> you're like, i'll do it we're like I mean, a I month say, apart I'll expose my age but you're the same <laughs> it's fine age. it's fine um so in 2006 though i would be we 11 six, yeah yeah i'd be 11 yeah so yeah i, I didn't realize she was like Basically almost the exact same age. age as us yeah yeah and she's just like out and getting a second chance at life right now, which I, I did hear something about that because we discussed this in my psychology of law class. And I did hear something about how she was like attending college or Mount university Royal or something somewhere. Like that. Yeah, I, read I that. think somewhere in Alberta or yeah. Saskatchewan, maybe mm-hmm. at the time, because again, at the time when I was in this would have been fourth year. So she she would have also maybe been in like in university, like same yeah. age. Right. I think she was let out in 2016. Yeah. Okay. And then, like, immediately from what I had read, went like into freshman year. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like, I just think I, I, I'm thinking about being a university student and befriending a girl that you think is a nice, normal person and whatever. And yeah. maybe, maybe she's a great fucking friend to you. But what if one day you found out this about somebody? I, I don't know. I, like I think know. that would be so weird. Yeah. Alarming. I. I feel like. You know what? This is going to sound horrible, but I feel like, okay, let's say she went to murder for, mur- went to murder. I quit. I fucking quit <laughs> for today. She went to murder town. If she went to prison for murdering, let's say, one random person, I could see how you individually might be able to like start fresh and move on at you as the person, as the murderer, where you might be like, I didn't know them. I can move forward. I can lift that part out of my life right but what i don't understand it maybe yeah like separate it from your life what i don't understand is how like you come out of this and like how do you answer people where when they're like oh what are your parents like well i don't know because i murdered them 20 years ago like how do you start fresh yeah that's what i'd like to know is like how does that work for her if her rehabilitation team claims she's so like adjusted Uh, I i don't get it I feel like the only way to try and live a normal life would be she would have to lie. Yeah. I just don't see how you could live a relatively normal life and be, be that honest. honest about it. Yeah. You'd have to just be like, oh, yeah, like they died when I was young and not say how. But, you know, like that would be even sketchier. I know. But I'm just saying that people would would be like, oh, I'm so sorry and move on from it. Like, I don't think people would ask you any more questions about it. Whereas if you're like, oh, I murdered them. I'd be like, uh, who, what, where, or I'd when, be like, why, okay. and how. <laughs> uh, way to drop a bomb there. Yeah, shit. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. Um, I read on a forum somewhere, and I obviously don't know how accurate those are, but something about her having a boyfriend in the States, and people are worried she's just going to move to the States, and... They don't I mean, want let her. her fucking go. <laughs> I know. I was going to be like, I, I mean, from our standpoint, oh, you're going to move to another country? And the states were like, we don't want no, her. No, they're like, we have the death penalty. Come on over. <laughs> oh, true. 
I mean, I don't know if she got the urge again, yeah, the had urge, to scratch that itch. itch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're in sync today. This is, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the case of Jasmine Richardson and Jeremy Stanky Butt. Oh, gross. Yeah. It's just an icky it's, case it all is around. All around. It feels so it, unsettling. Yeah. Because it doesn't make any sense to me. No. It doesn't. There's lots of people like we've discussed that are born, um, you know, psychopaths or sociopaths or whatever that don't kill their parents. Yeah. Um, a lot of Especially psycho- yeah. if their parents treated them well. Yeah. I mean, a lot of psychopaths have killed. A their lot of parents. them have, but, like, but again, the ones that they've killed most of the time, it's because they've it's, been awful to them or whatever, and they're yeah. like, "I'm gonna go up and kill a bunch of rest of the people, but I'm gonna kill you first because you're my like, yeah, you deserve well, it." And, that's, and yeah. not that anyone deserves it, but I, I think in their head they think they that think their parents deserve well, it. And that's what I mean is like there are psychopaths that will kill, but they'll even in their own fucked up brains have justification for it. You know what I mean? Like, Of course. But in her brain, like them just being, you know, assholes and grounding her, what, one fucking time? That's enough justification. Like, yeah. I feel like even as a teenager, you kind of know in your right mind. Like, No, yeah. I think that's why it seems so bizarre because the escalation is so drastic so, and it seems very quick. Yeah. It, Again, I don't know the time period bef- between her being just a regular 12-year-old girl and her roughly like, a year. Yeah. That's, that's like, really it's quick. quick. It was quick. Um. Yeah, and, and I think also that's it doesn't why... even line up too much for Jeremy because he's also stated as like, because um, when he was 22, he wasn't technically quote unquote goth at that point. It wasn't until like uh like roughly a year prior to meeting Jasmine and like a couple months where he started being goth. So for both of them, the like joining the goth community and then like finding each other was like bing bang boom. Like it was pretty quick. Yeah, but yeah. Gosh, so. Yeah. That's fucking that. <laughs> That's that. That's that. Becky's tapping out. Yeah, I know this wasn't as her. hilarious as a of an episode as people have. Been it's saying. hard to. It's it hard is to hard to joke about stuff make, like that. Yeah. I mean, and of course, I want everyone to understand too. Like, if we ever make jokes while we're telling cases, it's, it's never about the victims, no, um, ever. No. And we don't ever think any of these things are funny. It's just. Um, Sometimes you almost just have to make light of a situation to like get through it. Like yeah, that's how I yeah, feel. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And again, even making fun of the people who are committing these crimes, we're not glorifying them. We're no, not, I'm making fun of them. We're shitting all over them. Yeah, we I'm hate them. Opening their mouths and pooping <laughs> into it. Like, And even me as some like when there's it's always very tricky and very um, it's it's never black and white when it's a child who's committing a crime that's the thing it's because harder. we know like i know you've studied child development so have i yeah. um it's yeah it's it's very difficult yeah. to even comment on those things because again i have no idea what's going on in her brain um her brain wasn't even developed yet how could you know what's going on like yeah and um and i think that's why this this case in particular like i said i taught we discussed it in one of my lecture classes because it's such a unique yeah. case and it's very it's confusing for a lot of people yeah and i think that's why i wanted to do it early on in the mm-hmm. game for us cuz like yeah i just wanted to get it out of the way i knew we'd cover it eventually but i was like i want to i want to get through this one so we can get to the ones where we can like you know, like Ted Bundy. I can't wait to do that. Just I to can't like wait to do Ted Bundy. Rip him a new one. I can't wait to just. Oh, I hate Ted Bundy. I hate he him so fucking, much. He, like, yeah, I hate him. Yeah. 
Not that you like any serial killers, but there are ones where you're like, okay, maybe I can understand. Yeah. <laughs> you're I like, know. what? <laughs> no, no, it's true. Like I said, there's, there's, uh, when you, when you're into true crime, I think that people who are listening might understand this when there's so many famous serial Quote killers, unquote. they all have very different personalities, right? Cause they're all different people. So yeah. some of them you're like, okay, fuck right off. Like you're <laughs> gross. And other yeah. ones you're like, ah, I don't know. We ah. could maybe have a beer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. We'll hang out. <laughs> like with a big thick glass protective wall between yeah. us or something. So like a visitation place. <laughs> <laughs> so in prison. <laughs> bring a couple of brewskis in for a visit <laughs> oh yeah oh man Look. yeah that's that's well that. yeah okay so holy shit on that note hope you guys are feeling great <laughs> i hope you have a wonderful sunshiny day yeah <laughs> have a beautiful day everybody <laughs> um yeah so send us your scary stories for the creepy freaky listener stories that'll be yes. coming out in october don't have an exact date for that yet but it's coming. It's going to be, piling. and it's going to be, you know, probably close to Halloween. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. It, it will be close to Halloween. I'm not to... saying it will be. Certainly. It's going to fucking happen. Um, yeah. So send us those. Want to hear them? Yeah. Uh, next week, Haley has a really, really interesting case you're going to be hearing. It's international international i was trying to like give a teaser with yeah no that's a great a that's teaser. a great clue it's a good one i yeah. like because i remember even like when you started out explaining things i was like where's this going and then mm. i was like fucking plot twist <laughs> holy shit yeah yeah um, it's, it's good it's one of my faves also by popular demand i think our first merch piece should be just like a plain t-shirt of like you and me doing like the middle finger saying fuck Dasani because like the amount of <laughs> messages we've received about people being like yes fuck Dasani <laughs> fuck them honestly wow yeah I, I feel like I'm glad that everyone's on board with us just for not paying five dollars for a bottle of water that tastes of like piss melted piss yeah <laughs> like it's <laughs> terrible for a, for a bottle of shit water <laughs> yeah fuck that i remember in my foods and nutrition class they were my, like this doesn't count as water <laughs> my professor did um like not with everybody but she picked like three or four people and they did a bottled water taste test and like th they put on like a sleep eye mask or a blindfold or something and then she had little cups with four different ones <laughs> i feel like i already know where this I mean, is going. why do you think i ate it so much no um yeah so i'm pretty sure dasani was the worst i think the best was um like evian interesting or, i actually don't know if i've ever tried that like one. fiji water or something she mm -hmm. had two like evian and fiji i think were kind of up there if anyone's looking at buying bottled water but it is more they are more expensive though i, I think because i'm gonna buy it's real water yeah. maybe well, if I'm going to buy bottled water, which I, I won't do that. No. Saves the fucking planet, everybody. I just everybody. fill up my... My eco-friendly water My ginormous bottle. water bottle. But, like, the very few times that I've had to buy, like, let's say a case of water bottles for whatever occasion, I'll get Kirkland from Costco. I was just going to say, my it's parents so used to buy the, just the the cheapest ones from yeah. the grocery store, like the Natural Springs, right. like, or the Nestle ones or whatever. Nestle, yeah. Yeah, great they taste they taste great no the kirkland ones are the best well i'll let them know okay well, let, well, i don't, I don't sure think, I don't think they Costco buy them membership. anymore but they yeah. have water bottles as well get a reusable water bottle guys yeah we're over here like buy water bottles no 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 <laughs> get it like save the planet yeah and fuck dasani fuck them yeah fuck <laughs> dasani like 
They're they're liquid plastic inside of a plastic water bottle. Nobody <laughs> wants that shit. The, the, like Mother Earth is like enough. We're gonna spend more time talking about just about Dasani than we did about the case. <laughs> Should we start a separate podcast of just like our rant towards Dasani? I, I I agree. Even yeah. Taco's upset. Can you guys hear her? I, I, every time I'm like, you can probably hear her screaming. Drew's always like, you can never hear her screaming. Well, she is screaming She's like because she also hates. She does. Dasani. She's like, I'm a tap water kind of girl. <laughs> She's so cute. Um, yeah. So we got. You can look out for Haley's. You know, really cool international case next international. week. International. Um, we also have some cool shit coming up for patrons only. Like we've got patreon bonus episodes mm-hmm. lined up we do They're we're getting them ready interactive if you will yeah so we have, we have big plans we do have big plans so sign the fuck up already yeah, do let's it go. Let's i'm go, so guys. aggressive people are probably like I no i don't want to and i'm like fucking do it i'll find you the other day becky almost convinced one of our friends to sign up for the highest tier of the patreon and she's fully admitted she's never going to listen to the podcast yeah. but she like kind of agreed to it no, she did. She, <laughs> she, sa- she said after the wedding, she'll do it. Okay. I literally wrote it down. I was like, 8.07 p.m. She said. <laughs> and if she doesn't sign A up. A verbal agreement was made. <laughs> the contract has been binded. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, sign up to be super cool and join our cult of extremely awesome people who love true crime at www.patreon.com slash how to not get killed. If you ever want to chat and connect with us, you can send us an email to how to not get killed at gmail.com or DM us or comment on our posts, etc. Mm-hmm. on Instagram. And, and also uh, you could rate us or leave a comment on, on Apple podcasts. Yeah. I don't know if you can do that on Spotify, but I don't know. Um, Apple podcasts. I know you can. So yeah. if you feel, if you're feeling review. generous and you don't want to subscribe to the Patreon, then a, a five-star review or a comment or something would also be greatly appreciated. <laughs> We'll take it and and that's that's that for today, folks. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Keep it sleazy. Bye. Bye.